Welcome to the Black Girl Journey. Two black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances, intimate relationships, work-life balance, growing our faith, a little pop culture, being black, and anything else black women may journey through. Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify. Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back to another week. Ooh, it has been a long week. Thank you, Jesus. It has. It's just been one of those weeks where you just have to power through and thank God for it all. Amen. Amen. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get started with our check-ins, you guys. You know our normal routine. Jezebel, how was your week? (laughs) You know how my week was. Oh, my gosh. We had such a long week. Only, like, everything within God's blessings. Um, But we did have a fun week, and you'll probably talk about this, too. But on Friday, we went to a singles conference, and it was amazing. Them ladies was getting down, Okay, down. I love our church community. Yes, it was so much fun. We learned so much about, like, just our single season not being in vain. Mm-hmm. So it was just a good time. Like, I had so much fun. Um, learned a lot about myself too, but glad to see like our church come as a community. And there was a lot of single people there. There was a lot. It was like a very wide age range, but there was like 1300 people. They said, yeah, that signed up, which to me, that's like low key crazy that, that there's that many single people, um, and of all ages. So, you know, another topic for another day, but that was good. And then on Saturday we went to the spa Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. We went to the spa um, and just spent time with our pregnant friend, Bailey. And then we went to brunch. Had a great breakfast. That was fire. Those breakfast tacos slap. Yeah. And then we messed around and went to the farmer's market. <laughs> we were there for like two hours, but we got some good stuff. And uh, Jesse, you might have more to say about that, but it was a good time. It was my first time at the Dallas farmer's market, and I wanted to spend all my money. I'm poor now. Okay, right? <laughs> then we visited my family. Literally didn't get home till like about 9 o'clock. Left the house at 10 a.m. And then today, um, Sunday, we went to our friend's baby shower. And we're so thankful uh, for Bailey. And congratulations to her and Jalen. They're going to have a baby girl. So we can add another girl to our group. Girl gang going strong over okay. here. It was so much fun. <laughs> and yeah, it was just a good week. What about you, Jezebel? Um, I had a long week. But all in all, it was a good week. I did come down with a pretty bad migraine because of air pressure changes here in the DFW. You know, this seasonal allergies and all this has just been kicking my butt this season. But yes, we did go to a singles conference, which was amazing. I really enjoyed the message and the overall theme of the conference and learning how to, you know, like you said, Jezebel, your single season is not in vain, but then also being okay with being single. Like, this is your time for you to do everything that you sought out for, like everything that you've wanted in your life. Perfect timing is now. 
Yeah. And yes, I just, I just, I really had fun on Friday. What was your favorite part? I just liked watching everyone just worship. Like worship is always my favorite part of the service. But when you can see that the mess worship and then the message is really like hitting home. For, like everyone in the building was just like you better pre-. I, I was over there talking about you better preach preacher okay oh, i was so like it just hit so hard yeah it yeah. was so great i loved it all i think overall for me though is like understanding that especially for us women we can be the villain in other people's stories yeah that, that was a good one and i'll definitely post clips of <laughs> Um, the worship time that we had, I think that was so good. It yeah, was such a good worship. That time. was a good thing too. I think my yes. favorite thing that I learned was, um, just like your single season does not have to be a wild season. Like, <laughs> that part too. You do not have to be wild just because like you're single and like to each his own. But like, there's all these spiritual connections that comes with you, like being outside. If you know what I mean by outside, you know what I mean. Like, you don't have to be outside. You could be in. Outside pleasant girl and pleasant you girl. most definitely could be outside, but you don't have to be outside sticking yourself in those situations. Right, like you can enjoy the summertime, you can enjoy having people around, but you don't have to engage in those outside activities that everyone else is doing. Exactly. Um, and then yes, Saturday that was my first time going to a spa, it you guys. Was. It was fire. I was knocked out cold. Okay, <laughs> that lady massaged my back so well. I was like, <laughs> it was so good. And then obviously, yes, we got to celebrate Bailey and Baby A and Jalen. I was so happy. We had such a good time. It was a beautiful baby shower for a beautiful couple and a beautiful baby. Yes. Pause. I had a male masseuse. And I've never had a male masseuse. And I was a little nervous. I was thinking about I'll scream. (laughs) But it was totally professional. Like, he got them elbows. They was was dropping them bows in my back. I said, ooh. I felt like she elongated my spine. I felt taller when I left. I was like, ooh, okay. We went to Vivian's Boutique Spa here in Dallas. If you ever want to go, I had Joel. Do you remember your mistress's name? Her name was Kat. Okay, yeah. Those are the two at Vivian's Spa Boutique. So, yeah, great weekend, great time. We're still recovering, but y'all, we are now entering a new series. Yes, we just need to take a moment to clap. We just need to take a moment to clap. Because so far we've gotten through two series, so this would be our third. And I think this is going to be um, a fun one, but definitely challenging. But if you had listened to the playlist and you listened to our last episode, you know that we are now in our faith series. Yay. Yes. I'm excited. I'm really excited to kind of deep dive into this. And, you know, obviously always take everything we say with guidance from whoever your spiritual leaders are and from God. But I think this is the time where we're going to really touch the hearts and the minds of our people. Yeah, and I think us too. I think like we've learned so much through other series. Like This may help us um, be more open and open our hearts to God and just excited to like share this part of us with you all. But um, as you all know, we always start with a little definition to get it cracking for the series. So we're going to use the definition of faith, and I got it from the Bible. So, B-I-B-L-E. Is that a song? 
I was making up one. Oh, okay. But Did I think that is... No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bad, Jesus. No, okay. <laughs> All right. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Some things you can expect from this series is encouragement, no judgment, love, and a word from God. And I know, Jesse, you wanted to touch on believing as well. So for me, my faith, like faith to me is a constant where believing has to do with trusting. So trusting that, you know, his promises will never fail. And that even though like, you know, someone who doesn't feel as worthy, you have to trust and know that God still loves you. So that's what kind of goes into the believing when you don't feel like, you know, you're worth what God has to offer. You have to trust and believe that he's going to provide for you because he loves you. Yes, I I definitely agree. I'm super excited for this, y'all. And as you guys know, we're always going to start with sharing our personal stories and sharing how our walk with God has been um, throughout our life. But before we get started, just take a little moment with us and we'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to take a moment away from the noise in your life but feel like you haven't had the time? Or do you get anxious while you're at work or school? Well, we have the perfect drink for you. Moment. Moment is a meditation drink with no artificial flavors, caffeine, added sugars, or junk. You can find clarity with L-theanine and reset with ashwagandha. These natural adaptogens increase alpha brain waves just like meditation. Moment comes in many flavors like blueberry ginger and cherry hibiscus. You can also purchase it in steel or sparkling. If you want to give yourself a break, try Moment and enter the code the Black Girl Journey in all caps at checkout for a discount. Take a moment. Welcome back, y'all, and thanks for taking a moment with us. You guys, if you not have not tried these moments yet, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, we've been trying to put y'all on for the longest. Like, get it together. Okay, Come I'm on. tired of telling you at this point. Okay, because I ain't going to tell you again. <laughs> but the discount is in the link in our bio on our Instagram. Okay. Woo woo. But yeah, let's just get into it and share how our walk and our faith has been, um, Hopefully this helps y'all, but let's just be honest. Let's just be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, Jesse, we'll start with you. How has your walk with God been? Um, have you always trusted God? Have you ever been mad at God? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's get started. So, um, if you don't know, I grew up in the church. Uh, my family, my dad's family owns a church here in Dallas, So I've always been raised in the church, raised to know God and, you know, your normal, I would say your normal African-American upbringing, going to church every Sunday, um, Friday night service, vacation Bible school. That was like (laughs) most of my time and upbringing. Lace church socks. I was, we got to put that picture up of me when I was a kid. I was stepping. But yes, so um, my mom is also a minister in the church back home in Colorado And, you know, I've always had God in my life. It wasn't until, you know, I got to college where my faith kind of was like a little bit of a struggle. Like I didn't pray as much as I used to. I was going out a lot more, doing things that I knew my parents and like what I was brought up to wouldn't probably approve of. But I had to go out and figure it out on my own. Um, when I got into a relationship, that's when I kind of started praying to God more because I saw some things in that relationship that I just knew 
that I needed to pray off of me. And then my grandma died. And I was so upset with God. Yeah. Like, I was so mad. Um, Sorry, I don't need to get a little emotional. <laughs> um, that's just because, like, my grandma had always told me, she was like, God's going to bless me to see you graduate. He's going to bless me to see you cross the stage. Yeah. And I felt robbed. And I was angry with God. And I had stopped praying. I didn't want to go to church. I was very disconnected for, I would say, for like a year. That was in like 2019, right before we moved here. And my life was just like not the same. And I was really going down a very dark path. I was depressed. I was drinking a lot more, smoking a lot. And one day I was just driving by myself. And this song by Tori Kelly came on. It's called Never Alone. And I was driving. And I had to pull over because I started crying so much. And, like, I had to sit in the car and ask God to forgive me and to renew my heart because, like, I just couldn't keep going the way I was going. And ever since then, I've been working on my relationship with God. I've been, you know, working on my word, um, going to devotionals, going through Bible studies. Um, you know, I've recently personally brought my own Bible, my own Bible that I bought for myself. And I've really just been doing my best to kind of get back into his faith and under his um, protection and glory. But that was that one time for me where I was just like, Jesus, I, don't, I can't rock with you right now. Like that was some, that was really hard for me. And death has always been something I struggled with. So that was just really, really a really hard time for me in my journey. Yeah, I definitely like death is such a hard topic when you bring in religion. I like, I don't know if I like have fully handled death. Like my Nana passed away as well when I was in college, but um, I don't know. Like I prepared for it with her. So I think I was preparing more for my mom's sadness instead of mine. Yeah. So I don't think I ever, like, really uh, fully grasped that, like, I know she's gone, but, like, I've never had the time to, like, really mourn it myself. But, yeah, like, death will definitely, I think... uh, It it triggers something in you, but I had to realize, like, in that moment when I was sitting there on the side of the highway, I had to realize that, you know, she served her purpose on this planet and she was in so much pain like my grandmother had alzheimer's she had thyroid cancer so she was in a lot of pain and knowing that she was in a is in a place now where there is no pain and you know she's happy with god (laughs) (laughs) we're just trying i'm trying not to cry like that's my lady right there and then like shortly after that like that following year that summer before I moved out here. My uncle passed from COVID too. So that was just a lot of death in my family. And it was just a lot going on for me. And I had to realize like, you know, we are not of this world and we are born to die. Yeah. And so that is a consistent struggle for me. When I lose somebody, I like do my best. I think when my uncle passed, I was a little bit better than when my grandma passed. Like I knew like, you know, he's not in pain anymore. He's happy with God you know my family their story most definitely is a beautiful story of like you know my walk our walk as a family has not been perfect like we've had a lot of alcohol abuse drug abuse and god has redeemed us 
to be the people that we are to share our stories and so it's just beautiful to see that even in all of our uncleanness all of our sin like god still loves us enough yeah you have a testimony it's beautiful yeah um i think my walk with god is definitely like one of a kind (laughs) um i don't know Uh, like jezebel said um my family as well I always I grew up in the church (laughs) my dad's side of the family always took me to church my mom's side my nana was a pastor my um aunt Lael is a pastor (laughs) everybody is in church child um and the crazy thing is and like I know this for sure I just have like my family has I don't know say weird but some spiritual connection with God (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I had no idea what it is (laughs) And I don't question it, but they have some spiritual connection with God. And I think that's why my walk has been so interesting. And in relation to death, like, I knew, this goes out so crazy. I knew the day my Nana passed. No one told me. My mom didn't tell me. I called my cousin, Sterling, and I asked him, and he told me. And, like, you, you, the following year, my grandpa died. And no one told me. And it was like, we were supposed to go to the SZA concert. We still went. But literally hours before, I had um, told Desiah, we were in the car. I think we were picking up uh, one of our old friends, <laughs> going to a concert. And I was like, my grandpa is going to die literally within hours. And then he died literally, I think, 30 minutes before we were headed to Denver for the concert. So I don't know what kind of connection I got. But I've just always been a spiritually rooted um, but growing up, yeah, definitely always in the church. Um, I've had a strong walk with God. Um, I was a youth leader in high school. <laughs> I was a youth leader in college. <laughs> and a youth leader outside of college. But, like, that doesn't mean that I haven't had, like, my ups and downs. Like, I definitely was partying in college. Um, always, you know, living that young life. But um, for some reason, there I was always ministering. Um, I used to read my Bible in college a lot. I had, like, um, my sister, actually, my older sister made me, like, a prayer, um, like, I don't know what they're called, like, a prayer chest. And I'd write my prayers down and put them in the prayer chest and pray over it. Um, so, yeah, I think, have I ever been mad at God? Um, I don't know if Matt's the answer, but definitely, like, frustrated. I'd be like, Lord, <laughs> Lord, why me? <laughs> but at the same time, like, why not me? Um, but yeah, I, I feel confident in saying that I feel like I've been very, um, I don't know, helpful to others too mm-hmm. in their walk. And my walk with God has definitely been a testimony as well, just to share the goodness with others. I think, um, I'm just meant to share God's kindness. It's like a gift sometimes, but also it can be like very, very painful. You are very, very <laughs> kind. Your family, all of your family is very, very kind. Thank I you. can say like comparison not comparison but like your family is very kind while my family has been through like the trials and the struggles and you can see the different strengths that god gives every person yeah i definitely think um my family has been through some things um but yeah i don't think it's it has been as bad but we've definitely had low moments oh yeah for sure but i know that um yeah we're just so it's really crazy. Like I just feel like my family's like spiritually rooted, and not it's not to like toot a horn or anything, but like I think my family was definitely meant to just minister, <laughs> minister to others, bring people in, and 
My walk has been good. Have I had times of stumbling? Yes. Yes, yes, definitely. And I think um, just the battling with um, drinking and all that stuff. But I also have, like, good friends. I feel like although my friends have been through some things, like, um, they've also very sheltered me. Like, you guys have uh, sheltered me really well. And I'm just really grateful for that because I think that that has helped me be the person I am. Yeah. I can most definitely say, like, I was telling you, Caitlin, and Bailey this the other day, like, I like our friendship because in past friendships and past relationships with other friends, like, I've always had to be that stronger barrier for a lot of my friends, which I am very grateful for. I think that's, like, I'm okay with taking a beating sometime to protect other people. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I am very happy to be in friendships where now, like, I can kind of sit back and observe and be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more diluted in a (laughs) sense. Like, I'm not so, like, I always got to be a hard body. Like, I don't always feel like I need to protect people. And that was one of my prayers that I asked God. Like, you know, like, I want a group of friends where I can just sit down and, you know, play in the background for a little while. Yeah, I'm really thankful. I feel like I've been, um, this is my, I mean, like, like, again, (laughs) I've been surrounded by great friends, but this time in my life, I think, is the time where I've been most aligned with trying to work out my new um, age with God, like, my new Mm -hmm. time, whatever, my late 20s, um, because Every year is something new. It is. And, but I have been so grateful to just walk this journey with some great friends who are all, um, you know, getting to know the Lord. And, like, I'm thankful that I've been able to, I think, help mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, yeah, so, but there's definitely, yeah, have been some times. It's <laughs> been, it's most definitely, like, navigating your own faith walk with God and, like, your own relationship outside of what you've been taught is so I would say it's difficult. It really is yeah. because you you like try to take the advice from what your parents tell you and you're trying to listen to God as well and like you're figuring out life without the full guidance of your parents but you have God to guide you. So sometimes it's like okay, you know, my parents wouldn't do it this way, but what me and God are talking about is totally different than what my parents have taught me. Yeah, I think um I I definitely agree. I think my biggest struggle has been in my faith is just, like, uh, trying to tell people that I'm Christian, but, like, I have faults, too, or, like, I can love others. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was talking to you about this the other day. Like, people usually always ask me, like, if you're Christian, like, why do you have a drink? Or if you're Christian, like, um, and you say you, like, love the gay community and all that stuff, I'm, like, because at the end of the day, my job is to love. Mm-hmm. And your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Mine is mine. And I think that's just been, like, the hardest time. Like, always getting asked, like, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a Christian. See, <laughs> she, you are so, like, I'd be like, I am. And what you going to do about it? <laughs> I, I get a little defensive sometimes because it's just, like, I feel like us as Christians, we get judged the hardest. Like, oh, it is yeah. not my job to tell you how to live your life. My job is to spread the gospel of God and, you know, give you guidance and directions when you need it. But I'm not about to sit here and tell you, like, oh, you going to hell. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) That's not my ministry. That's not my message. No, for sure, for sure. I think, yeah, that's always hard. And even within friends, I think um, even when when we moved in together, like, I knew you knew God, but, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to bring you into my 
stuff if you weren't ready. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's just, like, that's hard for everyone. Like, I just feel that way about everyone. Like, I don't want to bring you into this worship with me if you're not ready. Yeah. And there was most definitely times where, like, when I first moved out here, like, I knew I needed to find a church home. Like, I was going to different churches by myself. And it was just, like, I don't want to do this on my own. Like, I need a friend to kind of help walk me through this because I've been so hurt in different aspects of, like, different churches and, like, my own personal hurt with losing my family members and trying to get back into God's covenant. It's just, like, I needed a friend. And I have, like, I have you, and then I have my best friend, Keisha. Like, you two have both definitely, like, like we've been kind of riding it out here for a long time. And then, obviously, I have Caitlin and Lindsay and all the girls here. But yeah. most definitely, like, I completely understand. Like, for me, I've always been, my relationship with God is very personal. So, like, if I don't trust you, I'm not going to say anything to you. And I think that's <laughs> one of my downfalls. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to sit here and usually start looking at me kind of funky and funny and then you you know i get real i'll shut down i'll be like "Mm, okay yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) i will though like that's something i most definitely need to work on as a christian like we're gonna be judged they crucified jesus they jesus suffered so like i have to be open to that same type of suffering when it comes to people and you know you throw a stone at me I might throw it back some days, but I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. Okay. Let's share, like, our lowest moment and maybe, like, our one of our highest moments with our walk. Ooh. <laughs> I think you're the, probably the only person that I've ever told this to. I tried to commit suicide at one point in time. So sad. I was so... <laughs> de- this is going to be a very emotional series. I was so depressed. Like, I really sat in my room. It was in the dorms. Like, no one knew. It was, it was after my grandma died. Oh, and I was like, I do not want to keep doing this. I don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm over this. Like, like I was, like, I hit my rock, rock bottom. And I still have the picture in my phone. I was in the library. And I just went home. And I had a handful of pills. And I was like, I'm going to do oh, it. Gosh. <laughs> I can laugh about this now, y'all. It's not laughable. It's not laughable, it's like, but oh my it's gosh. like, I had a handful of pills and I just sat there and I was like, are you crying? <laughs> We're so goofy. Oh my gosh. I'm trying not Sorry. to. Okay. I had a handful of pills and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like if you, if you knew me and if you do still know me, like my grandma was like my angel. So like she was my yeah. rock. Like. My mom is my, like, Jesus is my rock. My mom is my rock. But, like, those are the three people in my life that I needed. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so. I was, you did? <laughs> don't start with me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I was sitting in my room. Door locked, everything. Like, my roommate, Keisha, she probably would have never known this. And I was just sitting there, and I was just crying and crying and crying. And I, like. I started to take them, and then, like, I just couldn't, like, I threw up. Like, I legit threw up. And I just laid on the floor, and I just asked God to, like, heal my heart and, like, take this spirit off of me because I don't want to feel like this. Like, I know I have a purpose in this life, and I know that my life is worth living. I just, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Ooh, sorry, yeah. y'all. That's all right. Oh, man. <laughs> 
we're so goofy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Yes, that was honestly one of my lowest moments where like I was so disconnected from God. I did not feel like my life was worth living. Like it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. What about your highest? My highest, I would say, is right now. Like I feel like right. I want to get baptized within the next couple months. Like that is my yeah. next step. Like right now, I'm living my highest moments with God. Like I feel like we are besties at this point in life. That's my boyfriend. If you didn't know, husband for life. <laughs> and so this time period in my life right now with me and him, like we've just been consistent. I've been looking to him more and it's just been it's been great. Like this is probably the happiest I've been in a very, very, very long time. That's good. That's good. Oh gosh. Sorry, That's fool. Good. You know. You know. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um What about you? Yeah. Sorry, you know, sometimes you're probably, you were, you're one of the only people until now who knows that story. So it's just like. Now it's all over apples. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, okay, it is what it's going to be. Like, I tell people every day, like, my journey, if I were to tell you my story, you would never believe it. Yeah, I feel that way about, like, a lot of our friends. Um, if you knew their story, you would just never believe it. You um, would never believe what God has brought me through. Because, child, it was not by my pure strength alone. Okay. Her. I'd be sitting in jail for some of the things. Oh, I would be. I would be. Uh, but God said, don't do it, Alicia. Don't do it. Just don't go, do it. Go on back in the house. <laughs> Jesus saved you. Oh, today. my goodness. Uh, <laughs> my lowest point, I think, was definitely... Uh, post-grad oh my gosh like I was just going through like a season child I was like my parents had left they moved to Texas and I did not want to go so I stayed back and I lived with uh, my best friends and which so grateful for their family um but nothing can remove I think what I was just like going through even if I was surrounded by like good people and happiness I just was like depressed I wasn't figuring out what I wanted to do I didn't feel like I had help when I did. Like, there's just, you know, when just, like, a bad spirit comes over you mm-hmm. and makes you think that you're not worthy, it can really capture your mind. And that was what happened to me because, like, really I had no reason to be depressed um, besides me trying to just figure out life after college. But, like, the demon had got me, child, by the neck. So <laughs> I was just, like, really sad. Um I remember fighting with desire, like, just like, it was just so bad. And my mom was just like, come home. And I moved to Texas and like, life got better. But I was just so low. Like, I feel like I just hated everything and everybody. Yeah. When I show you this picture, uh, let me see if I can find it. It's literally in my, like, like, my eyes were black. I just, yeah, I definitely did not like, uh, it was just the lowest of lows. But I think my highest moment and it actually has to do with Lindsay. Like, I think my highest moment was when Lindsay asked me to, like, pray over her. Oh, and, like, pray over that. her apartment. And, like, I was like, Micha, <laughs> you sure you want me to do it? But her affirming me and just um, making me realize that, like, God is working within me um, has been one of my highest moments. And I remember 
her and I, like, going to her apartment. My aunt gave me, like, prayer oil because she was going through a time, and maybe she could share it on the podcast one time, but she was going through a season where it was just very, very dark. So we just prayed over her apartment and literally on some creepy vibes, but on some Mm. real stuff. Like, I could just, like, feel something spiritually leave her apartment And, like, that's not my works, it's God's works, but, like, through me, we got that done. Mm -hmm. So, like, that time with Lindsay, I think, was, like, legit my highest. So, like, I'm feeling at my highest right now, but definitely, like, that time with Lindsay was very special. So, shout out to her, too. I want to shout her out as well. I think moving back, moving to Dallas and moving back to Texas, having friends that are so, like, gun-ho and all in for God, like... At first, I was real skeptical to go to the porch. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was real skeptical. But when I started going, I just knew right then and there, it, God was in that place. And I loved going. <laughs> I loved for it. For those who don't know, the porch <laughs> is like a church service for um, young adults that happens at Watermark Church every Tuesday um, at 7 p.m. And Lindsay's the one who took us, excuse me, to mm-hmm. Watermark Um because I was going to stuff on my own. Um, I think we were just exploring on our own. But Lindsay was like, come with me. And that just built our faith. Um, and then, like, our other friends started to come. We pray for each other. Y'all, I think just having, like, community is, like, a really big thing. Why are you showing me this depressing picture? Context. I want to thank give you a you. visual. You thank know I'm a visual you. person. My bad. My bad. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're just too goofy. I think it's there's a sense of being goofy in the realness because you don't want to go back to the pain. Oh, I think it, it's acknowledging the pain and knowing that, you know, it happened and I would not be where I am without God. I think I told, I remember when you talk about the porch, I remember one night we were there and we're just sitting we're just sitting there and everybody was worshiping and like the spirit of God overcame me so heavily and I just started crying and I was just like this is the group that I needed yeah and again like I'm so grateful to have like you were saying that community that we have now where you know we can freely talk about you know like this is what I'm struggling with food like you know I don't know what to do and the first thing that any of them will tell us is like you know pray about it go talk to God like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you can't do this without God, and I'm praying for you, too. Yeah, I think it always stems, um, at least, like, my walk with God and what I've been hearing is, like, stems from a good community, and I think um, people are, like, we'll get into this in other episodes, but very much church her, but having good friends, and um, I've had great friends from, like, how you said we used to go to, like, a Bible camp or whatever. Like, I'm still friends with those girls today. And, like, they definitely, like, rooted in me some great, like, Christian values. But it definitely, like, stems from community, how I've built my relationship with God. Um, He has just surrounded me with such good people. And God had community, too. He had, like, 12 Mm -hmm. disciples. And he had people around him who were supporting him um, to make it to the cross. So... I think it always stems from community. I agree. I agree. I think when we touch on church hurt, it'll kind of open up a lot of things for our generation and then also the older generations that had to really, like, 
lived through that time where churches were not always a loving place for some people. Yeah, yeah. And I think I love... I love being on Christian TikTok right now, like seeing so many young adults and, you know, millennials running to God is just so refreshing. Like that's something that I enjoy seeing every single day. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I would like to say, like, I definitely have friends who aren't um, in a walking with God or they're not in their faith series right now. And I definitely hold those friends close, too, because mm-hmm. I think that I am the bridge between them and God. Um, so I don't exclude those friends as well. I think you should hold those friends close, too, to an extent that it's not damaging to you. Yeah, I agree. I think when you have friends, like, your friends that you know are struggling with their faith, like, even though for me, like, somebody who's my faith is super personal, like, I most definitely do my best to try to encourage my friends who aren't you know, walking hand in hand with God. Maybe they got a little pinky in hand. But, you know, they're they're trying. And I always, you know, give them kudos when they're doing something. You know, like, hey, like, I saw you were reading your Bible the other day. Like, what did you get from that? Like, I always try to engage myself a little bit in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> this, just, this whole series... This walking with faith is just, it's so open-ended. Like, <laughs> every day is, like, a new challenging day. Oh, for sure. And I, like, I find it interesting. Um, and I want to, like, something I want to know more is how, like, people get connected with God. Mm-hmm. Because I started just by knowing through my family. And, like, they could have been liars. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> eventually they had to make that connection so I could and then I had my own personal connection with God and that's how I knew he's real I remember I'm trying to think of like the aha moment where I was like oh he for real real I caught the Holy Ghost one time that's when I knew oh, gosh Ooh, I caught the Holy Spirit in <laughs> high school and it scared me child it scared me like I had never caught the Holy Spirit like that before I was I'm really trying <laughs> They had a blanket over me, child. That's when I knew, like, I knew in that moment that God had just, like, on my life. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think, I think I've had many aha moments. I'm scary, so I think God knows to talk to me in a certain way. And so, like, I'm a writer. I'm definitely a prayer. So when I write and pray about things, and, like, it literally happens the exact way me and God talked about it. That's how I know it's God. I was like, oh, God, you really show it now. Me and you in that conversation is real good. But, like, um, my my grandma tells the story that, like, my dad used to, like, have these visions and see, see things. And same thing, like, on my mom's side. I did not get the gift of sight. And I don't think God, <laughs> God knows that it for me. <laughs> so, like, there's many aha moments throughout my family. And, like, I told you guys earlier, like, the gift of kind of, like, Knowing when it's someone's time, mm-hmm. um, which is like a, I guess a gift I hold and I hold it proud and just a gift I think of praying over others and spiritually helping lead things. But that time with Lindsay too was scary. We was, <laughs> I went and I said, Mm-mm. we was in there like, oh gosh. <laughs> I get up and I she'd be like, did you hear that? I'd be like, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> What you're talking about? I didn't hear nothing. Ooh, yeah, let's, let's talk about fighting the demons, yo. You, when you just feel like a like a weight is being lifted, that's when you know like 
God, you're in God's presence at times. Like for me, especially like when I feel like the weight of the world, some of the things that I carry and have to go through, like when I give it over to God, I just feel that weight off of me. You ever had a bad spirit on you? Uh, yeah. When I tried to kill myself. Oh yeah. Besides that moment. Um, my temper, the spirit that comes on when I get a bad temper at times. And I'm, I, my temper has gotten so much better. <laughs> I think God really has redeemed me from that. He has freed me. But when I used to get angry, like it was, it was scary. Like I just, I didn't feel like myself. And so like that, like I knew there was some type of spirit over me then I've seen I've seen people get spirits casted out of them. That thing is scary. I used to I used to cry so much as a child in church. It was scary. And like there can be many different like uh, bad spirits: the spirit of a lion, the spirit of genie, the spirit of like, and it can go. It can run real, real deep. They run like them. Generational curses are spirits. They're spirits that go through generation of generation of generation. Dude, yeah, I think something that I've noticed and that I'm very mindful of and that we'll probably talk about later in episodes is how to find, like, I know the enemy tries to attack attack my mind. Like, he is a mind attacker, attacker for me. Like, other people might be attacked of through their body, how they use their body, or, like, what they say, how they use their words, but the... The devil tries to attack me through my mind. And since I'm aware of that, I know how to, like, combat it with God's word. But, like, I think just knowing, like, what he tries to trigger will help you through life. Mm-hmm, child. Because, shoot, <laughs> shoot, that's why I said the Lord worked on my mouth. Because, you know, I'm sharp with it. So I'm gonna there say, is life and death in the power. Okay. But I, I can say that for sure, like. Knowing, like, where your generational curses are rooted from, like, it's a spirit. Because the devil knows if they get this part of their family right, they'll understand God's glory. And they'll understand who God is. So I have to keep breaking this and breaking this and breaking this. So they can't get to where God wants them to be. Yeah, I think that also comes in friendships, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And sadly, I think I... And I feel like you can speak on it too, but like I've lost a few people who I think were meant to be in my life. Um, and for me to help and, you know, walk through through God's purpose, but like it, the devil got us. I just go let that. And, but God is the overcomer. So, okay. like, I know he's still working, but like there's definitely that been friendships that have ended. God because. has always given me a dream of some sort before something ends or something happens that I understand like I told you this one time there was this one dream I had where this person we are no longer friends with like they were on social media and it was like RIP to this person like this person is gone now this person is no longer here and then like three four weeks later me and this person had a big falling out and we have never been friends since dude I literally let's just be gone I really think this person like it's still in conversation for a reason, like, and I'll never deny that, like, still in conversation for a reason, like, God is not through, and though I may want to be through, there is still something that I think is unfinished. Those have to work on me. 
I'm stubborn. That's I'm just that's stubborn. real though. That's just like how our walk is going. And I think like there there may be friends in y'all's lives too that like you've let go of or family members even and you think you're through with them, <laughs> but God has a different plan. <laughs> I be telling my family all the time, I'm true with you. And then here they come right back. And they say, hey, how you doing? I, I love think you that's the, same. the hardest one, too. But I feel family. like that the family and then like friend, close, close friends, friends that are family without the same bloodline, that, those two things, and that's something that I'm personally working on, too, my family relationships and asking God to heal those. Because, child, ooh, I love y'all. I really do. But um, if we weren't related, I probably wouldn't talk to half of the people I know. I wouldn't. Just honest. And that's just, like, something that I have to work on with God because there's just, there's still hurt there. And there's still, like, mending that needs to be done. So God is most definitely working through that. But I see, like, God's answering prayers. Not from me, but from them. Like, things that they've prayed to God for for our relationship and the things that they've asked God to heal from them so they can be better for me. Yeah. And like, if I'm going to be honest, something we learned at the singles conference, which is totally something I think we both have recognized that we are, can be the villains too in these scenarios. I've been a Goliath a couple times. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. David, them, them Davids had tried to slay me. They did. Yeah. And that just comes from like, accountability within yourself and i think that's one thing that god gives you like god is gonna hold you accountable you are gonna feel that conviction and so when you know automatically how to hold yourself accountable and you know still do god's work i think that's when you are like walking that good path like you know like okay i know god this is like a trigger for me so i'm gonna think like you and i'm gonna do like you would do yeah, and I think that comes with you taking the first step, too. Even if someone has wronged you, like, you should be the one to confront them and say, like, hey, I understand you're upset with me. I'm upset with you. Like, how can we fix this? And that's something I've been personally working on, and I think I've been, like, I've been pretty good at it. Like, yeah, you're lately. good, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're pretty good. In college, I was never one to, like, if someone heard my feelings, I would just, like, silence them. <laughs> I would just like not talk to them or I'd just be like I'm fine I'm fine now I'd be like yo that was that was why would you do that like <laughs> she tell me all the time she's like why do you say that I was like my bad <laughs> it just came out sometimes or like this are my feelings or like even me taking the first step with like family members like just being like why did you do that like why are you acting like that and this is what hurt me um, but in a loving way, right? Because, like, I never know what's on the other side of why mm-hmm. they're acting the way they're acting. Yeah, and see, for me, I was the complete opposite. Like, I most definitely always would fly off the handles. Like, I'm <laughs> confronting it right then and there. But God has worked on me to where I've learned how to take a step back and really analyze everything. Because before, it was right in that moment. I'd be like, oh, you, okay, <laughs> here we go. I'm like Peter, y'all. That's what I be telling my mom. You're my mom, is, my mom is like. I feel like me and my mom have the same spirit and sense. She's like Peter. I'm like Peter. She'll <laughs> cut your hair off. I'll cut your hair <laughs> off. God's gonna heal you, but you know, it, the Lord is working. <laughs> no, you definitely got it better, and I think it's just like she just be saying little stuff. I'm like, this is not the time. <laughs> this is not the time to say that. 
But before it used to be so bad, like I would pop off, and now I'm just like, it ain't even worth it, child. It's not. I'm gonna talk to you at a different time because, ooh, not right now. I think it's always so crazy. Like, I bring this up every time that we're even friends because (laughs) I don't know, but God, how this even worked out. Because (laughs) back then, I didn't, I knew Alicia, but I didn't know Alicia. So, like, I knew things of her. I knew what people told me. I knew each other from just like hanging out every now and then. Going to parties and we eventually got over our crisis and like we went to spring break together. But even then, like I didn't know you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Same. It was just like I was like that's Mo. What like, you think of seems, me? I was like she seems nice. I mean, she's, <laughs> that's a desire's best friend. I was like she seemed cool, but I ain't gonna fuck with her like that. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I wasn't gonna fuck with you like that. I wasn't. I was like ah, I gotta keep it a distance. Gotta keep it a distance. But, like, I know, I know college me. Like, if college me were to see me now, she'd be, so, first off, she'd be real happy. Because she'd be like, girl, you didn't calm down. You didn't calm down. But you let people see who you are. And you stop letting people create a narrative of you that's not true. Yeah, my college self would be so proud of myself for the confidence I've acquired. Like, I'm so, I'm so much more confident, child. Um, who I was made. But, yeah, no, I think... Would you what? So why did you moved in with me? What made you move in with me? When you called me when my grandma died. Oh, that's beautiful. When you literally when I tell you like that mo like I when we started hanging out more and we started going to parties more, I saw you. Like I disconnected you from other people. Like my yeah. understanding was you of you was through other people. But when I got to know mahogany that's when I was like, Mo's cool. Like, I fuck with Mo. I can rock with Mo. And then when you call me with my girl, I remember there's only three of my friends. The rest of y'all, can... we're going to talk about it. Three of my friends who really, like, text me, call me when my grandma died. And I had not, ex- I didn't expect you to call me. I didn't. Yeah. And you called me. And you were like, if you need anything, like, just let me know. I understand what I you're going through. I remember this. Yeah. And I was just like. I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate you. Like, I really appreciate you. I was crying now. <laughs> so I was I'm crying. I'm working on that too. Y'all know I'd be cursing. Um, but yeah, when my grandma died, like literally, and I told my mom about that. My mom was like, well, girl, you never know. She's like, I didn't like my best friend at first either. I said, why are we the same person? <laughs> And now we're gonna go get them little inflatable suits, and we're gonna oh, do. Oh hell! <laughs> no, we about to turn up. Oh my goodness! I was like, I, but that was I really... honestly like I didn't know how our, our living experience was gonna go. Me either. And I think our other friends were confused. Same <laughs> as well. My friends was like Mo, and I was like, Yeah, she cool. Like I was like, I'm gonna give it a year, and after a year, I'm gonna be out. Now I'm we're no stuck. No. I was like, We're stuck together. <laughs> We're stuck. I was like, I'm going to do this lease. We, we, we're broke. That's exactly what I said. We're just going to work it out. We're just going to live together. We're going to have fun. And then I'm just going to... Now I'm just like... Now it's year three. We're in there like somewhere. Thanks to the Lord. Oh my goodness. And now I'm not leaving until I find my husband. Like just, We over here talking about buying homes right next door okay, to each other. I'm like, let's just go. I'm like, if we don't... By the time this lease ends, like, we got to just buy a townhouse, live together, and then when our husbands come, we just got to move out, but we'll move next to each other. <laughs> but I think, I think that's one thing, uh, like, I'm so grateful that God has allowed me to do. God has allowed me to give 
people a chance to know me instead yeah. of knowing what people have said about me because there's a lot of people who have said things about me that is untrue dude i'm like what did people say about me horse but dude, I, I everyone was... just said you were really nice but you was you drank a lot like y'all partied <laughs> a lot and i didn't party at my, i partied but i didn't party like that and i was just like yeah. i was like i can't hang out with them they turn up too much they be outside like i was like uh listen y'all i was outside like i was partying but i wasn't like sleeping around let's just be honest like i just wasn't that girl just like i'm just gonna have fun with my friends but i'm not out here to like pursue any man but if i'm gonna be honest and like i don't mind her hearing this on this podcast but like i think i was like hiding behind desire's shadow yeah kind of like we were just always together and that's fine like we're still best friends to this day i'd do anything for her literally like anything she called me today and something was wrong i'd be on a flight but like i think i was just always behind her because she was she is very confident um and she still is in college and i was still trying to figure out like who mahogany was mm-hmm. i think people knew me through her so yeah. like oh she's just always with desire she's always like you know but never got the time to get to know me so now that i'm in my my prayer i'm like i think people have experienced a different version of me yeah for sure and I'm, I'm happy about that i think college alicia didn't get to be her full self because she was trying to still hang on to friendships that she did not need and like a lot of people didn't get to know me they thought i was mean they thought i was bitchy because of the people that (laughs) because of the people that i was hanging out with and then there was a whole situation with a man but we're not gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that because he must fucking lie he must fucking lie but the way I allow myself to be perceived when that is like complete, I'm fucking goofy. I've been goofy since goofy was goofy. Okay. I have been goofy. And like, I like, like I am very closed off at first. Like I have to read you and fill you out. But once I let you in and like, I see that I can trust you or like, you know, you'll be a good time. That's when I would be like, okay, like, we cool, we good. Yeah. But, like, I think that was, like, the biggest misconception about me. I'm not a bitch. But I even think you've gotten better at that, too. Maybe, I don't know if that's for hanging out with me, but you're, like, willing to try people out more. <laughs> I just be like, let's go. I'd be like, okay. I ain't got no choice. <laughs> She's like, get your ass up. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> okay. But don't you feel so much better after? Sometimes, yeah. Other times I'm just like, I can tell you're phony, but I'm going to let you expose yourself later. We haven't had them. I have. I have. What? We'll talk about it later, but I have. Not in this group. And if I knew they was phony. It, it's somebody outside of the group, a group adjacent. In my life? Not directly. It's group adjacent. But I feel as if there are some. That's just me. Like, I can. I just. I don't. I'm still trying to fill her out. I just can't. Take a letter. No, mouth it to me. <laughs> Hang on. I'll show you. I'll show you. Anyway. But, um, that's it. but it, it's just me. Like, I'm very, like, like, you're observant, and, like, I see it, but when I, like, I come up to them and I feel it. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know about you. I don't. Yeah. So, like, I'll fall back from that. I'll watch, and I'm, like, making sure everybody cool, but, like. <laughs> the spirit of the Lord. Yeah, my my discernment, Loki, has been hitting hard. 
My discernment is pretty good. Your discernment is pretty good. I think I'm just, I'm real skeptical about this person, so I'm just going to let it ride out. I think, like, that's another thing to talk about during this walk. I think I've always had um, good discernment early on, and I did not use it. Same. Oh, same. I'd be like, the Lord would clearly tell me, no. And I'd be like, "Uh are you sure? Literally, Keisha (laughs) sent me this video the other day on TikTok where this girl... And this this is my downfall. When I know somebody I'm not supposed to be talking to, I'm not supposed to be dating. And I'd be like, Lord, are you sure? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, uh, well, I'm not coming up off of him. So you're going to take him away. <laughs> and that's exactly what the lady said. And I was like, ooh, that's me. And it's me to a T. So when I like, because I don't really be liking people like that. Have you tried? And I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. And then God be like, nope. And then something happened. I'd be like, he was right. You was right. The same, the same, the same. But y'all, thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for laughing with us. So let us be open with y'all. Um, it has definitely been a journey through this walk of faith. And I think we've both just grown so much. And we can't wait to share like the rest of the series with you guys. It's going to be so dope. Um, we're going to be talking about how to get over some things like... Church hurt. Church hurt. Um, mm-hmm. How to start your relationship with God. Yeah, that's important. We talked about secular music, which we're on a journey right now. That one's hard. It's hard. Because sometimes you just want to do a little R&B. Honestly, we've been really good about not yeah. listening to sexual music. But it's just like that groovy R&B music where you just, yes. just want to ride in your car with your top down. Okay. And we'll get into that because like there's it's deeper than just like, you know, listening. People sometimes get on us like, why don't you just like it? But I feel like it. we'll explain why it goes deeper, but we'll be talking about that. Um, I think community is a big thing, having community. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think, I don't, we haven't decided on this one, but I think we should talk about it, like the soul ties and intimacy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, for and sure. Yeah, and we'll have different guests on here. Um, I already have a couple in mind who will talk about their walk with God. Um, um, we have some friends who are willing to come on here and just discuss things. And I'm just, I think we're just hoping this is just going to be an encouraging series. And like, again, I mentioned this in the last episode, but if God is not um, your first choice, that's okay. We just hope you continue to listen and we love on y'all. Yes. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. One of the actions we will always take is seeking the Lord and getting closer to Him. And at the end of each episode, we provide you all with a Bible verse, hoping to encourage you. That's why we are excited to collaborate with Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus is an apparel brand that seeks to spread the gospel of Christ throughout the world. And with every purchase, a portion of the sale is donated towards several different mission fields. If you want to purchase good quality Christian apparel, head over to Seek Jesus and use the code The Black Girl Journey at checkout. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. Seek Jesus! Thanks for taking a quick break with us, guys. Seek Jesus. (laughs) That link is also in the bio. (laughs) For free, not free, but discounted Jesus apparel. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. 
But thank you guys again for, like, just listening to us. I think we got off on a little ramble, but it's just, like, all in good spirits. I think when you are talking about the things that God has brought you through and when you got to meet him, it's hard not to ramble. Like, I've noticed that. Yeah. Like, when you really sit down and you talk about your spirituality with God and, like, what you've been through and what you go through and how God has brought you through, it's it's hard not to get on a tangent. Yeah, he's just so good. He's just so good. Um, That's what the woman said. She said, if the Lord never does anything else for me, he's done enough. Amen. He woke me up this morning. Okay. All right, y'all. So we do have a creator shout out this week. Woo! And this person we actually met at the podcast movement as well. We met so many bomb people. So we just are like in a row like shouting them out so this person goes by the name of lloyd george lloyd is a zimbabwean american content creator and a freelance project manager with a passion for empowering creators of color first of all we love that <laughs> we, I'm not your not your I'm fist I'm I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> we love that because we love doing that ourselves by day, he manages creative projects for brands like Go Puff, Draft Kings, and Chick Fil A. I love the Jesus chicken. Oh, I love a Jesus chicken. Oh my goodness! By night, he dedicates himself to crafting content that amplifies diverse voices. Lloyd has created content for global brands such as Spotify, Riverside, Acast, Creative Juice, and LinkedIn. His passion for the creator economy shines through all his work. No, truly, he's really like dope. No, for sure. I find myself on his page at least once a week seeing how like we can update our podcast mm-hmm. what he's using like and i told him this um before i asked him to be our like creator shout out i was like dude i like i find myself on your page at least every day honestly everyone that we've met in that conference i find myself going back to their pages and seeing like okay like what can we add to our podcast how can we like better this thing but his like his tips and tricks Yes, no, on point, on point. And within the last 90 days, over 3,000 people have completed his podcast course in partnership with LinkedIn. Y'all better take advantage of If y'all want to know where the money resides, okay, you better get where. to them. Okay, Lloyd has also built a thriving community of over 1,500 creatives across all social platforms. A sought-after podcast consultant, Lloyd leverages his expertise expertise to help brands harness the power of podcasting to reach their goals. As as his career processes, he looks forward to new opportunities in consulting, brand collaborations, and works as an on-air talent. Let me tell y'all something. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I have to write these creative shout-outs every week. And I don't mind this because that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I just contact our creators and ask them to share things with me that um, I may miss. And like, and they do that. They do it with full passion, too, because they love what they do. But Lloyd here, he, he sent me the whole thing as if I was saying it. He and that just speaks to how he professional. works. Yes. He is so professional. Yes. And it's like... All of the, literally everyone that we've reached out to and worked with has been so professional from start to end. Yes. And like, it's just so refreshing to continue to work with people who love their craft and they want to be represented properly. OMG, just like black creatives in general. I'm just like so proud of us. Like we met some amazing people who are not of color too, but like people, the people we've met of color, I'm just like, cause there's some things that we see on social media that just 
make us kind of look bad. They do make us look bad. And then you see the other side of things. Like, and it just makes me so proud of us. Like, that, oh, there was a video that we saw today that pissed me off. Oh, it made me so mad. But, yes, I agree. I love, and I, like, have been telling myself this over and over again. The podcasting world is meant for people of color. Oh, yeah. The podcasting world is a place where people of color can sit and share their experiences unfiltered. Dude, and everyone has just been, like, so helpful. Like, there's not been one person we've met, and we always say this, who has been just, like, so off-putting towards us. Like, I'm just really thankful, and I'm so proud of each and every one of you. Can't wait to see y'all in Denver, maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Let's plug y'all. DM us. But all right, Jesse, hit up with the ratings and reviews. All right, you guys. So there are no new reviews. So Wait, wait. I thought of something. What did you think of? Lindsay. That text message she sent us, that was oh, my review, but she didn't, like, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Let me hang on. But, Let me yeah, yeah, it. she didn't post it, Ooh, but I got it's a definitely lot of text a review. Messages. Hold on, please, please I, pause. I have it. Okay, pull it up. Let me read it. Okay. Wait, no, I found it. Okay. okay. Hi, friends. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, from the top of the text. Top of the text. Okay. Hi, friends. How are you? I just recently listened to your podcast. You ladies are literally so sweet. And for real, I've gone through toxic to healing to great relationships. Tell me why Alicia is always <laughs> making me laugh. She keeps me laughing. How mahogany makes you, <laughs> makes you sing and the plain church's kids. I love that you are giving God praise. I know you both are go so far in this. Also, congratulations on one year. I literally love her. We haven't seen her in so long. Come see me, friend. I'm like, oh my goodness. I just love, I like, I love all our friends. And um, we talk about our core eight here in Dallas a lot. That's just because we're with them all the time. And these women are just so, yes, eight of us. <laughs> I had to count. I was like, eight. It's eight of us. Um, I'm just so thankful about them, like. I don't know how we are doing this we friendship. We gotta get some shirts. We do. We really do. I don't know how we're doing this friendship. But shout out to Lindsay. Thanks for the review. Girl. I know, Lindsay. Shout out to you. I love Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> She's just herself. She like. is just herself. And there is no other way to put it. She is a fabulous. And I okay. love this Lindsay. But yes, thank you for the review, Lindsay. And um, thank you for all of us on Spotify. We all have now 12 five-star ratings on Spotify. We're so still five-star chips. We in here, y'all. Couldn't tell, you couldn't tell me otherwise. I don't care what you rate me. If you rate a lower before five-star chips. I'll delete it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna hold you. Oh, my gosh. I don't even think we can do that. But, like, that's something Jezebel would do. So. I would delete it. I'd be like... Yeah, who are you? Like some things. <laughs> sorry, I'm about to go off on a tangent it's real okay. quick. You know the rating videos that they do on TikTok. They be like, rate yourself. What would you rate yourself? Why would you rate yourself oh anything gosh, lower I than a ten? They be so like, oh, I'm a, I'm a five, and then somebody else would be like, oh, that's a two. Yeah, be like, Dang. your mama, your mama's a <laughs> two. Like, oh, I'd rate myself an eight. I'm like, girl, if you don't stand up proud and give yourself a ten, I don't care what nobody say. I'm the baddest of the baddest of the baddest. I probably would just. Say that that other person's a 10 too when they ask me like what do you think this person's like on scale one today i'd probably just say a 10 just because like i don't know them like their confidence it, exudes it's not yeah, just a, it's not physical. just because some of them outfits that y'all be putting on don't be putting on for me 
But I'm going to think you cool. I'm going to think you a tan because, you know, like, you have the confidence to do what you're doing. Yeah. So it's just like, don't ever not rate yourself high. Like, okay. that's goofy We me. still going to be five stars all across okay, the all board. Okay, all across the board. Okay, <laughs> what you say? Amen, amen. But, y'all, on that note, we also have a special announcement before we hit our Bible mm. verse. Mm. Mm. Ooh, mm. It's a special mm. announcement, but it's also like, pray for this. Please pray for us because... This content might get real, <laughs> real crazy. Real, real raw, real soon. Um, so something we learned during the podcast movement was that people want to hear us more often. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. So now we have went from bi-weekly to weekly episode. Y'all going to hear me every Monday. Every Monday. <laughs> every Monday. Okay, period. Oh, wow. I'm like excited, but I'm also like, oh. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have to refresh my brain because I'm be like, ooh, I gotta <laughs> think of something. I gotta, I gotta really be. But we like plan this out so well that we it, it's natural. But it's gonna be work. We working, y'all. So the work we putting in, y'all gotta put in too. So listen every week, every Monday. Yes, rate, review, send us your stories. If you have a God sent story, go ahead and share it with us. We love to share it with everyone else. Of course, it'll be anonymous, but like. We about to give y'all the the good 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 gather like the good, every week the good and gathered from Target. <laughs> I love a good and gathered. <laughs> that brand is fire. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. all right, you guys, we're coming with you from the Bible verse of the week. If you were here with us last week, you know what book I'm coming from. But if you aren't, we're coming from <laughs> Romans chapter one verse sixteen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry, Sorry. Lord. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, Lord. Okay. Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. Let's sing a worship song. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. I'm trying to think. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Every praise <laughs> is to our God. That's what we want. Every word of worship is one of God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. All right, that's all y'all gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma always, just, I'm gonna give y'all Ruby Jean quotes at the end of the thing, too. My grandma always said, The Lord loves a cheerful heart. Yeah, my nana used to say that, too. Ooh, so. And then you say that too. Go in good spirits, you guys. Have a good week. That's all for now.